welcome to the Red Army Bet podcast. I'm your host, Justin Mossed. With me today, we've got Ian Sterling from Must, Manchester United Supporters Trust. Ian, welcome. Afternoon. Afternoon. Good to see you again. Thank you. We've also got our kid, aka Dave Scott, aka Scott Amy, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so many pseudonyms nowadays. So I know, not can't keep up. Scott, good to see you again, mate. How are you doing? You good? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm basking in the glory of uh, an emphatic <laughs> United win. Um, and last but not least, from Red Army Bet, we've got Sam McMahon. Sam, how we doing, mate? Good afternoon, I'm good. How are you doing? I'm alright. <laughs> I'm good. Like I said, it's, it's been a, quite an interesting weekend this weekend because United didn't just win, we actually won by <laughs> more than one goal, which is a bit of a rarity, Ian. Sure is, this season. Um, <laughs> I think not, not just the result either as well, it was a, it was a display really as well, wasn't it? People could say, ah, it's only Fulham, but you can only beat what's in front of you. But I think the, change, the, the attitude um, and seeing a, an attacking team, first half anyway, and someone who was going for it was there. A lot better. A lot better. Look forward to seeing the same on Sunday. <laughs> I think we were all at the game, were we? Everyone yeah, was there. What did yeah. you make of the atmosphere, Scott? I, th- I thought the atmosphere, and I've said this a couple of times, I said it after the Arsenal game and now after Fulham, I thought the atmosphere was... Pretty decent. I don't think it was amazing, but mm. considering the opposition and considering the, the football that we've seen in the past, I thought I thought the crowd was relatively up for it. It's reflective of what's happened on the pitch, though, isn't it? I mean, obviously, what's been going on, it's like watching paint dry, isn't it? Most of the season. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, 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 Bit I, hard on ass on paint. No, but it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then, like, comparatively, Arsenal and the Bournemouth game are like Hollywood blockbusters that you're going to watch. I mean, and, that, and that, that sort of, indi- that, you get that in the stands, don't you? Um, right, yeah. So, 4-1, a plus goal difference. Mm. Finally. Uh, finally. <laughs> um, Ian, in terms of the season, what have you made of what's been going on at Old Trafford? Um, dare I say it? On the pitch. Dare, yeah, dare I say it? You're <laughs> a slight, little bit older than some of us, so you might have seen... Uh, just a just, bit. Just a bit. I remember Dave Sexton. That's what You spoiled brass. <laughs> you can only go off David Moyes yeah, as uh, yeah. our, our point of uh, <laughs> reference for, for dark days, but mm. you must have been uh, around. Is it as bad as some people are saying? Is this as bad as you've, you've seen at, at United? Um, I've seen worse, but it's been one-offs. Might have had a bad patch, maybe a couple of games. I think um, those performances now, Arsenal, Fulham, are at the exception this season. I think that's the issue. We're seeing more um, poor games in terms of flair, attacking, commitment, attitude. Uh, I think that's where the real problem has been this season. Um, But... That's Mourinho. I think if anyone thought that Mourinho was going to come to Old Trafford and play the way that we would want him to play, you know, kind of were sadly mistaken. Um, we got there's, there's so, there seems to be so many problems. So it, that's why it's just so good to get two games on the trot like that. And hopefully we're going to you know start start playing differently, start with a bit more flair, maybe you know take take the handbrake off a bit. And, that's what and you want, isn't it, it, to see the yeah. see that continue rather it. than go back again. Exactly, and that, that that that's the thing. Um, you know, whatever the team, you're going to have a one-off and having a yeah. great display. It's building on that. It's having some consistency. I think it's a consistency that United fans are looking for. I'm just talking about the atmosphere. I mean, that's going to help. With the first half, we've not often had a first great half. Three nil half time. Yeah, exactly. So I wonder there's a better atmosphere. You know, when was the last time that actually yeah. happened? <laughs> Do we know? I think the guy who works on the scoreboard, he probably didn't know where the button was. Yeah. He's like, I don't know. He's lost a lot of three. That's it. 
We've had so many false dawns this season, though. If you look at the the great win at Juventus, and then yeah. we come back and then do that Bobbins performance against Man City. Yeah. But it is it, consistency, obviously, is key to getting anything towards a successful yeah. season. But obviously, Liverpool coming up on Sunday, we're not going to get if, to try and keep the momentum going. We're not going to get a harder task. Yeah. I don't think you'd hope. What do you for want? one game? <laughs> you'd have thought throw everything at him. I mean, is it? He's, not, he's not done great it. against Chelsea. I mean, how many points have we got against City, Arsenal? I mean, it was very, you know, top it teams. Was, this it was season. a mixed bag, wasn't it, against last season against the top teams? I think yeah. we, it, was, it was sort of like 10 to win one, lose one. I think with Liverpool, he, he won one and drawn one, which was actually a fair yeah, decent. Yeah, yeah, I don't think Mourinho's record is, is that bad against Liverpool, but mm. we're in different times now, aren't we? Well, there's just a, no, there's yeah. a different motivation here. Yeah. They're top of the league. Do we want that? <laughs> Do we want that to continue? You know, it's it, it, <laughs> let's see. It, we, it, you know, it's not about doing them a favour. It's about no. you know carrying on their uh, their run, drought, <laughs> whatever it is. Uh, we we don't want that to happen. No. And if they can't understand that as players, and Mourinho can't understand that as a manager, what pride is actually sure? You know, at, at sake with that, throw everything at it. Can you see that? Can I mean it's okay with saying it in um, theory, but can you see the pragmatist that is Mourinho? He'll not want to get beat. Yeah, that's a cool And thing. I think there is a distance between fans wanting us to go there for the victory. Because I, I, I'm like I'm sure everyone mm. on the table is that I'd much prefer him to go over there, heart on the sleeve as they've been playing the yeah. last two games. And if we get beat, I'm not that asked. As, yeah. long, as, as, yeah. long, as long as long as they've give exactly. everything on the pitch, then that's that's fantastic. But to go there and just put a stalemate out and, and then. Get, and then get beat or yeah. get a point. It's just it's not good enough at all. We're not got anything to win this season. This these are and that's the point. Actually, finals. you don't want to lose. But what is there to lose yeah. here, really? With this, we're not you know we're, we're not going to win the league. We're no, all, well, you know even it's about you... avoiding relegation now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that Burnley victory <laughs> might have happened. Us. But even, no. even if we went there and got a nil-nil draw, though, we'd be coming right. away from it still in a bad mood because. That's touching on that again, isn't it? It depends how we've gone about the nil-nil, though. Yeah. I suppose you want them to go there. That's that's the, that's that's attitude, attitude, yeah, that's last it. season was it was almost like a watershed moment a lot, of, a lot in a lot of ways. The, the nil-nil at Anfield because Liverpool, sorry, at the time was struggling a little bit. Yeah, um, I think it helped them more than it helped us getting that because they yeah. had a really bad run. People forget that now. It's all how yeah. wonderful Jurgen Klopp is. United are doing really well. And that seems to take the wind out of our sails and give them a bit of, mm-hmm. little this bit of an um from me. Pressure's on them, yeah, isn't it? Really, it never, it never got sort. You know, back they, on they must think, hang on, this is United. This, if we can't, you know, if we can't beat these, and we're look, look what we're pushing for as well. They want to extend their. Well, they need the three points, don't they, exactly, more than we do? Yeah. So, yeah. and like yeah. you said, Scott, you know, City tore us apart, didn't they? Really, so they'll look at that and think the scoreline was generous. Well, you, I mean, you were talking about the game last year. Guardiola and City set up very, very similar to Mourinho when they went to Anfield this season to get to get to get a nil. I think well, you I, learned, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. You learned, so yeah. I mean, no, we, we we haven't got the personnel to actually. I don't think we've got a great defence to try and that hold off. Salah, yeah. I think defence yeah. is going to be by scoring goals, but for me, he's he's, he's got to keep Pogba out of the team. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned. Well, well, it's worked so far. That's another it? topic. Yeah, that's another. Yeah, yeah. That's another that topic. Just so. quickly round the table. We won't. Spend too much time, Paul Popper, otherwise we'll be here for four hours. <laughs> um, would you have him in the team? No, I'd sell him in January. Right. <laughs> Don't sit on the fence. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, my <laughs> God. You really think. <laughs> Ian, would you, would you play Paul Popper against Liverpool? Would he start? No, but I'd have him on the bench just so he could watch us win. I like that. That's very yeah. generous of you. Let him watch it on Instagram at home. Doubt that. Maka, what do you reckon? Does Popper get into your team for, for Anfield? I like Pogba, but no, he wouldn't get in my team, no. 
I think at the end of the day, he's, he's just not producing enough that we need from him. Obviously, the 11 players have all got to be on it. They've all got to be pressing from the minute and he's, he's too casual at the minute to go out there and do a job for us. So, no, I wouldn't have him in the team. Crazy times we're living when our, is it our record signing and World Cup winning player just can't get in the team for the, one of the biggest games because he's just not up to it. I but think... I, you know, before, though, aren't we? I mean, like, yeah. like the likes of Angel Di, Di Maria, just because they're, they can, they're great with the football doesn't mean that they've got the mentality for the, for yeah. the team. I think the sad thing is, you know, with Pogba, all the tools were there, are there. Yeah. The, the timing is there. He's 25 now. He's been at United. Yeah. This is all right, his second spell. This is his third season. Just won the World Cup. I think we're all after the summer <laughs> thinking this is going to be it. And it's just not happened. But let's not keep going on about Paul Pogba. Otherwise, we'll be here all day. Um, Red Army Bet are the only bookies that committed to sharing 50% of net profits with United fans. That's why I work with people like Must and other supporters groups. Um, we've got an offer on as well for the for the Liverpool game, a, a risk-free bet for, for new customers. So if you bet £10 on a, a win, lose or draw and it don't come in, you'll get you'll get your money back. So you can check that out at redarmybet.com. Ian, we've got you here today. Um, I've got a list. <laughs> <laughs> How long have we got? <laughs> We've got you here until tomorrow afternoon, I think. Put it up parking goals in Because obviously there's a lot, you, you, you know, uh, yeah. the supporters trust, you deal with a lot of supporter issues and there are, there's, there's so many that are ongoing at the minute at United, as you well know. Um, so we're going to touch on a few of them. Um, I just want to start off with Reclaim the Strep for them. Just tell us a little bit about that and where we're up to with it. Um, this has been a, a two-year project, really. Uh, I'm old enough to remember when you used to get to the Stratford end, get there 12.30, when kickoffs were three o'clock then, uh, all the time. You have to get there for 12.30, you get in, it's full of kids, as I was then, you know, that's what you wanted. You pick your spot, you stand with your mates, and you'd create an atmosphere, you know. Uh, that went, all seated stadium came in, you know, you having to have season tickets, or, you know, purchase a ticket beforehand. Not really able, not accessible for kids, especially local kids as well. Price, you know, with the price increases and everything. So a two-year project has been to free up uh, two blocks in the Stratford End where the family stand currently are. Now, this isn't about displacing people who are already there. There's a natural churn with the, with the family stand. As kids reach 16, they move on somewhere else. They've not sold, resold them a season tickets. It's come to the point now where we can have a block of 1,200 in there. Um... The Red Army Group, a couple of lads who, who run that and do a fantastic job with it. Um, the um, uh, organising the uh, L stand against Reading for that, and previously organised the uh, L stand against Brighton on the back of the good stuff that we did against uh, Sociedad. You may remember that, that yeah. first trial. Um, so we've got this block. We want youth tickets in there. Not all of it, but a large proportion of the youth tickets. Something that replicates what we've got in the first 15 rows of the Stratford End. If you're in the first 15 rows of the Stratford End in between 18 and 25, your season ticket's 15 quid a game. That's the kind of thing that we want to see. Because we want we want kids to be able to come in, or youths under 25, now kids aren't they youths, um, come in and there's a natural progression through the stadium. You know, you come in, you come into an area, while you're young enough, make the noise, learn the culture, build the community, feel the camaraderie, feeling part of it, not just for what's going on on the pitch, but you're feeling valued by the club and you're having a positive impact. So that's the kind of thing that we're trying to build with the Stratford then. Red Army Group are going to be, we think are going to be managing the area, it's making sure the right kind of people are getting in there. Um, a bit of self-policing as well, so it's kind of building that culture up again of, this is, you know, this is, 
not how you behave, but this is what's expected of you as a supporter. So we don't want you in there with a half and half scarf and your selfie stick, and you know we don't want the t- tickets sold on to tourists in that area and that thing. So we want to really make a vibrant, loud, and something that's going to make a positive impact. It looks like that section as well, um, if a success, and it will be, will be extended in the following seasons as well. So as the family stand reduces in size there, uh, it looks like uh, alternative facilities will be found uh, elsewhere in the ground and that stand uh, can expand, which will have a positive impact, I think, on the rest of the Stretford and plus on the rest of the ground as well. So I think it's a really exciting development. It's taken a while just to free up the seats to be able to get that block there and it'll be in place for next season. I, I, I think it's really exciting. I think it's something that we've been missing for a long, long time. We've been diluted around the stadium. Yeah. You know, you've got your, your vocal, your most fervent fans, diluted part, you know, in parts. It's not worked in Stratford End Up. They do a fantastic, fantastic job up there. But the noise just doesn't travel. You need more people grouped together. So this is what we've done. Uh, we, we wrote an open letter to the club detailing of what we would like to see. They've acted on it. It's up to us to make it a success now. That's what it's about. So that's at the at the Stratford end, at the yeah. other end of the ground. Yeah. What's happening down there? Because we've got there's this the, the singing section in J, yeah. and you, we've also had the the people in scoreboard who've been yeah. moved because yeah. the, they, had, they had to move them due to the disabled well, changes. Yeah. Well, that's, we'll deal with the, what you call the singing section J stand. Don't don't like the term singing section because it should all be a singing section, yeah. really. Yeah. You know the whole Get thing. You don't. Point, you know, yeah. That's what it's. Uh, with Jay, uh, Jay, Jay's going to continue to be there. You'll, you'll get some uh, older lads and lasses who, you know, maybe it'll be a bit too young for them in the other area. Uh, and we're hoping to announce uh, something positive for Jay Stand probably in March. So they'll, you know, we want the other end to be really successful. Yeah. It's not just about providing one area. We want to see some competition in parts of the ground. Sure. You know, and that's what it's about. It's old school, I know. Exactly, exactly, yeah. yeah. And that's, that's what dancing, yeah. Exactly. case dancing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we want. We want, we want the atmosphere all over. You know, you've got the way, the way fans in L, which would have been ideal because nice low roof there and yeah. everything. Noise stays in. Lots of logistical problems for that, for not having there. One big thing being the police because it's, it's the shortest route to the car park for them, for the coaches, right. for the away fans. So that made it difficult. You know, we would love to have seen that overcome, but it's not. Disabled section, uh, new plans put in place to have better facilities for disabled supporters, a variety of places that they can go around. Club are investing a further £11 million um, in uh, actually building up at the back of the Stratford end as well. Right, okay. Right. Building facilities for people up there. So, we, you know, there's facilities for disabled away supports. So that's a really good thing. The only thing that we, we really want to see is uh, the opportunity given to those supporters who moved earlier uh, who, from, the, uh, from K to be able to have their seats back. It's all, it's, it's the right thing to yeah. do. But I think we're also what we've got to see is what these developments in J as well. Because if it's just a matter of price point, you know, it's not much to look after them. I think that they should. I think there's a duty to the club to be able to do that. And we'd, we'd support that all the way along. We keep pushing for that. I know there's been an announcement already, but I'm sure there will be further announcements and I'm sure you know, we will get as many people as possible sorted out with that. Sounds good. It sounds like there's, there's at least things happening. Yes. Scotty, what do you what do you make of some of these ideas and the atmosphere in general at Old Trafford? Do you think it is, you know, these are the sort of things we need to see? Yeah, it's great. Uh, really positive stories. Um, you, uh, we were talking off air that you, these sort of things and the work that you do behind the scenes, they're not publicised at all because 
from someone who hasn't watched dealings with MUST, I would have thought that these were all club initiatives. Mm. So I want to ask how, how how quick are they or receptive are they to your comments or your suggestions? Um, I think what the receptive, uh, listen, when the singing section was first mooted. The singing section. Oh, no. I know. It's awful, <laughs> awful, like that, awful, awful. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was PR run. Yeah. No one had really thought of involving supporters and see what they think and see what they want to do. So it's been a process from there. They've realised what mistakes that they've made. They want to see supporter-led initiatives now. Cool. We've, uh, we've got plenty of ideas for that. There's lots of people with, with good ideas. I say the Red Army Group are doing that, doing fantastic work. We've got other things that we want to do ourselves in terms of... We, we've seen ourselves as providing a platform. And then, okay, lads, well, if you want to crack on and do something with that, great. You, you, you get on and do it. And we're, we're pushing on ticket prices. We're pushing on youth ticket prices. Uh, safe standing's a very, very big one at the minute. I think we're closer than ever, we have ever been. Do you think we're up to... Right. Is it going to be an actuality or...? It'll happen. You think, yeah. It'll happen. There, there, there are legalities to overcome. It's, it's, I think it's one of those things at the moment. As soon as one club yeah. introduces it sure, and is brave enough to take that step... The rest will fall in place. In itself, need it's not going to solve the atmosphere issue, but it's it's that thing of building a culture straight away. You know, you, you get in the standing area, you stand with your mates. It's a shame because, you know, you mentioned that, and I just get so nostalgic about yeah. when I started going without my dad when I was like 12, 13. The scoreboard end was the yeah. last bit of standing, and me and mates four quid a ticket. Get in there, we got a ticket, you know, we'd be stood together. And it saddens me a bit that my life or my listen, If you've got, if you've got these youth, this is the kind of things that we're pushing on. And it's nice to do really, you know, sexy announcements. Wow, this is valuable. Come and do this now. But some of these things take years and years yeah. to work at. And it's a constant cool. agenda that you've got to push. And then you've got to have people in place ready to listen and to take some action. Sure. What you've got to remember, the club are employees. We could be risk averse sometimes. And then you've got to deal with local councils and safety advisory groups and politicians yeah. who don't want to take a risk. So we've we continually push it. It's been a 20-year campaign. And I think we're as close now as we're ever... I can't announce anything today, but I'm really hopeful. Club are listening. There's feasibility studies to have a look at every... You know, what all the eventualities are and what kind of effects it's going to be done, ready for when that legislation does change. When they say, okay, well, we can go with a with, with a trial or something or whatever ground, I think there'll be a push throughout with the whole Premier League to get it done. And they're the kinds of things, you know, you, you get youth tickets in those areas where you make it like 15 quid a game for 18 to 25-year-olds. That's going to help with the atmosphere in the sure. long run. You're going to get that same experience that we had yeah. of mates being able to go in together, you know, feeling a part of something, not feeling as if, there's a club there who's trying to squeeze every penny out of them. Someone who's valuing that support and what they can bring to the atmosphere and and and, and the experience on a match day. And that that that, that sense of belonging and camaraderie yeah, it, it build builds yeah. up from there. So it's not going to solve things straight away, but it's all part of what's going to be done. And along with this, with the Stratford end, I, I think it's uh, in terms uh, in terms of the future for a support a culture at United. Things are looking very very positive. You've seen you've seen great points, haven't you? With obviously Celtic have done it really well. Obviously, yeah. obviously Shrewsbury are doing it now as well. So you, you you've seen the positive initiatives already in place. Yes. It's just a big name in the in the English division actually That's following it. suit, isn't it? And that, in my view, United should be at the front. Yeah, we should be one that follow. We should be a campaigning That's club and is, pushing yeah. for these things. And I, I, there are obstacles in terms of you know minor, very very minor legislation. 
uh, that needs to be changed. Uh, at, uh, they t and then safety advisory groups and councils take their leads from that legislation. As soon as that goes, that's it. We should, it's I mean, for, for, for the, sorry, for, the, for the, the little that we've got to celebrate on the pitch at the moment, that would be a massive coup as a United fan because the worst thing would be if Man City got a standing exactly. first, yeah, you know imagine, what I mean? Yeah. I, 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 I know be careful with yeah, the yeah. City, do push a lot of community and I, stuff. Yeah, and and I don't think they do, they're quite hot on it. And, you know, it's easy for us to say, you know, we, we always go to United or we've always got to United. But if you're a youngster growing up and yeah. you, you're not getting anywhere and a ticket, you're getting priced out of tickets yeah. and, and whatnot and you've got a cl club visiting your school or making it easy for you to stand at games. Exactly. You know, it's going to be... If City did it or Liverpool did it and then we did it the year after, yeah, it kind of loses that impact, right. doesn't we, it? We want to be at the front. We want to be doing that. It's, it's, a, it's a big win for supporters and we feel as a, as a supporters trust that it addresses a lot of the problems. Not purely just being able to stand safely at a game, sure. but because of what culture that then creates after that. And that, that's what it's about. Definitely. And do you, do you buy into that? So from the Glazers and the Boers and United themselves, they want that they match up with your vision of that, being at the avant-garde or breaking that? Or, or do you I, I'd like to think we, we've led the vision to yeah, them. Sure. Yeah. And we, we've demonstrated what we can do. I mean, the, 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 the trial in uh, L stand against Brighton, I know United directors, executives were looking at it and going, "Wow, that was this great. is what this is what can be done." Yeah. So we we went we went to the next meeting. We said, "There you go." There's your proof. Because that, that was a game. What did you like about that, Ian? Where it was was that the moment it was snowing? Oh, it, it was, was horrible. Snowing. Yeah, it, it was, was awful. What five thirty kickoff yeah. at minus six? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you've got this corner of the ground where it was all going off. And it's, it's bouncing <laughs> in a good thing. way. There you go. That's that's what can be done. There's your proof. Tell me what's bad about that. And it's the first time where I've sat out and the kind of eyes have winded and you can see the clogs ticking. Thing. Oh, actually, yeah, this does address a few things, you know. And you've seen the success, Celtic. You know, uh, yeah, it's worked, it's worked done, very done, well. Done yeah. Why not? It, it's all part of it. As supporters, we've been we've been told for too long. Not so much at United now, because standing is is tolerated, or you know, the risk. The, 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 you know, the, the conditions aren't. You know, everyone's got to sit down. You only standing moments and excitement. No, they tolerate a bit now in certain areas of the ground. If someone stood in the middle of North Stand or South Stand, it's a different thing, but try and group those supporters together. Don't treat us as one homogenous group where we're all the same. Embrace that there are different sets of supports and provide different facilities with them. And we can see that happening now where there's more of a realisation. People could be cynical and say, yeah, it's because we're so, you know, we're not doing great on the pitch and, and we're not, you know, there's empty, a few empty spaces in the stand, but this has been a push for a long, long time. The stuff on the pitch will turn around. Yeah. And then when that comes together with what we've got in the stand, I think then we will have something that really, really to be proud of. Well, Germany's been doing it for years, haven't you? You can see the atmosphere when you go to Germany. See, very when you see Dortmund, yeah, yeah. for example, and you see the atmosphere those games, it kind of carries the team along at times, yeah. doesn't it? And that's what yeah. hopefully yeah. you can give. I don't them. want uh, some of the German stuff. I wouldn't like, you know. Uh, not, I know they're not, they're not German, but the uh, you know the young boys stuff waving the you know, cheesy puffs in the air and stuff like that. It's, you know, all the, those yellow things, what were they? You know, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not for us, that, is it? I know if anyone walks into the strip for them with a megaphone, you know where that megaphone's going. <laughs> give, it, give it time. <laughs> yeah, get a drum. Leave your cheesy puffs at the door. Talking of which. Another one on my, my mega list that's, that keeps cropping up, and this has been a bit of a hot topic, and I know you've been tweeting about it as well, is ticket checks. Yeah. People are a little bit worried because there's cool. this idea that if you can't make the game and you give your mate your ticket mm. that 
he's going to get stopped and checked and you're both going to get a ban for life or whatever. Yeah. Just explain a little bit about the ticket checks and the, the sort of, if you can, the do's and don'ts that, that, that are in place. Uh, okay, let's go with away tickets first. Yep. Okay, history is um, club putting place away ticket collections. What you get was probably about 300 supporters picked out uh, informed that they had to collect the ticket. Massive inconvenience in the day. You know, if you're going down on a coach, if you're you know, in the pub with your mates, the last thing you want to be doing is breaking away and um, going having to collect a ticket at the ground. Wasn't working, wasn't doing what the club really wanted to happen with it. Uh, so they introduced uh, targeted away ticket inspections. Um, our position is um, we just want to make sure the right procedure is followed. People aren't discriminated against and it's the uh, genuine supporters aren't inconvenienced in any way. Um, I understand the fear from supporters who feel they're going to get caught up in it and get banned. We're there to ensure that doesn't happen and in all the cases that I've seen and the evidence that I've seen, I take a full part in it, review all evidence, it isn't happening and genuine supporters aren't getting caught up uh, at away grounds. Uh, there may be some cases where, um, you know, one mate passes a ticket to another mate who isn't a season ticket holder and maybe they weren't eligible for a uh, an away ticket in the first place. Four people have been caught in that and we've had those bans reduced. So they just don't get away tickets in future. Now, whether we're not saying whether that's right or wrong, but what we can say is what isn't happening is genuine supporters are just not getting caught up in it. I can understand the fear of that, and I'm not defending the club's position or what they're doing, but what I want to see is uh, our away culture continue, great support, and the tickets being in the hands of the right people. And that's, that's what we push for. And then anyone who is caught up in the system, uh, we will try to uh, represent it as, as best as possible, making sure that that evidence is reviewed. And if they have got a sanction, it's the right sanction that's been put in place. You know, it's not you know just a standard three-year home and away. It's been thrown at them if there may be mitigating circumstances. People who are innocently caught up in it. We've had plenty of bans over overturned, plenty of sanctions reduced. We'll continue to do that. But... The club's position is they've done 90 checks this season and 86 of those checks have returned people who shouldn't have been in possession of that ticket. And 79 of those, those tickets were bought online for over £250. Right. So I would ask the question, yeah. do we as away supporters want those supporters who aren't eligible and who bought a ticket from a resale insight, are they dilute, diluting our away crowd? Yeah. Or are they actually adding to it? You know, having a away ticket for me, you know, I, I probably get three, four a season. I want to go. Our, the ticket uh, applications are oversubscribed, usually by three times. There are plenty of season ticket holders want to go. Yeah. But there are also people, I've had tickets passed to me, you know, that haven't gone through the ticket exchange system. You know, that's fine. Uh, it happens, but from what we're told and the evidence that we've seen, and we've had independent inspectors there at the away ticket checks, that isn't what is happening. But I can understand people's fears with that. I mean, it's, it's twofold. You don't want to see 
people being ripped off. No. No one wants to see anyone being forced to pay 300 quid because they want to go see it. And you don't want to see someone who's not eligible, who's just visiting for the day, getting a ticket when you've got fans that are going week in, yeah. week out, desperate to go to the ways, yeah. who can't get one. Listen, we push very, very hard for a cap of £30 on away tickets. It grates a bit when I see people profiting off that. Yeah. There are also got people who wake up on the morning of the game and their dog's died and they can't go and, you know, yeah, and, and they pass good. the tickets, mate. Not a problem, but you know cases. what? Those people aren't being caught up. Now, I'm not defending the club's position or no. their process. All we need to do is make sure that process is carried out right, due diligence all the way, all the evidence, and we'll ensure all that. But I understand people's fears and the, and the noise that you hear is the fear rather than what is happening. There's a lot of confusion, I think. So there's a lot of confusion people with it. People see a picture. And listen, Twitter, I don't, I don't, exactly. Think, oh, I don't, want, no. I don't, I don't want a ban. I don't want any any yeah. genuine support to kind of have a ban. But we push uh, to make sure that innocent supporters are not caught up in it, and then there is review. There's first appeal, second appeal. There's a, a, a hearing by an appeal panel where we have two independent inspectors on there. Um, you know, who are independent to the club. So everything's in place to make sure that those innocent people aren't dragged in on it. What do the club do in terms of, I mean, because I work quite a lot in the music industry and obviously the tickets there, so it's it's, it's very similar. So there's a huge thing regarding you can't put any music tickets on eBay or anything, but uh, why are United not going to the, I'm not going to, Give the companies any um, free promotion, but yeah. if you just type in you want tickets for any game, it's quite no. easy. To, it's quite easy to find them. But yeah. I, I mean, I, w- I was quoted seven hundred pound for a ticket for United versus yeah. Juventus in Turin. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not going to pay that. Not my no. wages. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there are people that will that will go to them lengths because they really want to go to the game, which yeah. again is understandable. But why are United not stopping these third party websites? To do I'm, that? I'm not here to defend the club's position, or but what I can say because we asked those same questions. Um, the club themselves are publicised, put out, it's on their website, I can show it you on their website. You go, if you want to go and buy a ticket for Liverpool this weekend and you pay 800 quid for it, United, you give United the ticket, well not give the United the ticket, let, let the club have access to the ticket and they'll refund you anything over £30. Is that after the game? Let them know before the game. You can still go to the game. Really? You can still go to the game. When's this going on? Let him finish speaking before you start. And on the, <laughs> that, the club have sent out a list of websites that you can visit that sell these tickets. They try to buy them themselves. I'm not here I'm not here defending. I know. I'm not We've asked these questions as well. We've asked these questions as well. They do try and buy these tickets themselves. Right. And they do. Yeah. And then people, you know, whoever that ticket's come from originally, well then Well it's correct the people make a, people make I mean not make a career out of touting, aren't they? Man? And, and other organisations that do that, that, that do it. It's, bit, it's big business. But let's it? just say Southampton. Yeah. All the checks, fine. Nothing returned. Right. So something's working. I was yeah. at you know, I got a ticket to here, why? Wish I hadn't ordered it. Oh, I was about to say, <laughs> look <laughs> at you, poor, poor man. That was 30 quid, mate. <laughs> the money you no, could have made on that. The, 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 the away end there, it's, it was different. So it is having some kind yeah. of impact. Is that the impact I want? Do I want to see genuine supports at United Aways? Yeah, I do want to see genuine supports there. Do I want to see people who, who want to be in there and just don't want to photograph themselves in there? Yeah, you know, I do. So 
again, the, the, the concerns that you hear it is, you know, justify. People think that they're going to get caught up in it in some way. What I'm saying is, we're here as supporters trust, and me as an independent supporter liaison officer, we're there to represent those people to make sure they don't fall through the cracks and fall, you know, uh, get a sanction because of a system. So the club will listen to us. We got plenty of processes in place to be able to challenge that all the way along. You've seen, I don't know whether you follow me on Twitter, but plenty of successes. Plenty of successes. Uh, let me just check. Yeah, what, your Twitter <laughs> oh, handle is what is it? I can't oh. even remember. Uh, it's uh, ISLO Must. Yeah. Uh, at, yeah, I'll give you the full one. Uh, at ISLO uh, underscore MUSC. Always happy to hear feedback from, prob- from people. If you're having any kind of issue or you just want to ask a question about yeah. something, yeah. I'm always happy to get back to you when I can. Just give me a bit of patience and I'll, I'll, I'll get around to you. <laughs> uh, but we've had plenty of success getting people's sanctions overturned. You know, there may be evidence that the club haven't had access to. So there's all, all kinds of things like that. Um, and we've had lots of success with it and getting uh, supporters represented. Or even if, you know, you've got, you have a, do have a legal issue, we can give you access to legal help as well or free legal advice. So it's all these kind of things. But, you know, there was one a couple of weeks ago where the, the guy hadn't received a tram ticket from the club that he bought. Just something as straightforward. Yeah, you know, but some, you know, if you, if you phone in the ticket office and you're speaking to Joe. Yeah. 21 from Warrington. What, what else who do you do, 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 do like babysitting when I can't get uh, <laughs> sort of look after the kids? Can you yeah, give us a lift to the game? Old kind of thing. So, crash. But no, obviously you've given out your Twitter there and the people just get in touch. Any questions, it's worth worth checking out because Definitely. what we tend yeah. to find is you can almost get Chinese whispers sometimes, can't yeah. you? Especially on social media. Once a person tweets something, oh, the club are going to exactly. do this. And, it's, and not everyone's on social you know, media as well yeah. to be able to have access to that kind of information. So we try to point out as much as we can with that. Give, to try and give you know people advice for, you know with, with tickets and arrangement, last minute list for to, for today Valencia. To, you know, sorting people out for that. It's just putting out information and being a point of contact for supporters. Sometimes you can't always get through to the club, or you can't get through to the right person at the club, and we can give you that advice. Good stuff. You mentioned the last minute list. Uh, yeah. What's the What's the story with that? Uh, well, we for the past few seasons in Europe, there's been tickets available for European away games, and no nothing in place to be able to get those tickets out to supporters. So one of the initiatives that we put in place with the club this season is that when you apply for your uh, European away ticket, uh, you can also register for a last minute list. Right. Which means you're saying, I oh, will take a ticket right up to the last minute. It probably means you're traveling as well. So it's, you know, one, you don't want to say, right, well, we're encouraging supporters to travel ticketless, but there's always a large element of United support who will go anyway. So they put in place a last minute um, uh, saying that you, you, you're available to take a ticket last minute. So if they get any returns, they can make sure those tickets get out to supporters where it wasn't happening today. Again, they've just released information to say that some tickets are available last minute. If you've registered, call in. I'm just getting people through on a Twitter account now saying, yeah, thanks. You know, I've got one. Whereas before, they wouldn't have got those tickets and the club would have ended up, you know, with spaces in the away end or unsold tickets, which we don't want, especially when there's a demand for the tickets already. So what I want to see, Sam, and I want to see United fans, genuine United fans at the games. That's it. Come, you know, That's whatever, it. So there's lots of little initiatives and things like that in place that's working now. And, it, you know, that, that's all part of cooperating with a with the supporters group. Good stuff, good stuff. You mentioned there Valencia. There's it's a bit of a weird one. <laughs> to say the yeah. least. Not exactly the most important game. Um, no. And 
as we've already spoken about, we've got Liverpool this weekend. Are we looking at a reserve fixture here? What, what do you reckon, Scotty? Um, yeah, we're talking off air. And I, just, I, I think Valencia are through to the Europa League. Yeah. United have qualified for the next round of Champions League. And Valencia are doing pretty well in the league. So nobody's going to put a first eleven. And I think there's rumours that Mourinho is going to play Pogba and Pereira, I think, is going oh, to play. So oh, he's a good team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is the reserves. Yeah, Nicky Butt might be coaching. I thought you were going to say he's going to play in that. I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, so did I. Yeah. Mourinho. Some of the performances this season. Yeah, I think we'd say. Sam, what do you think? Do you think was, he's going to be, like Scotty was saying, we're going to maybe yeah. see, hopefully see some of the youngsters? Is that what you like to see? Yeah, as Scotty mentioned, obviously they're having a good season. Obviously they're already in the Europa League. We're already through. It's, it's a nothing game for both teams. So there's, there's nothing riding on it. So I think they're going to use the opportunity to put some players out. And I think we will as well. And obviously we have a big game at the weekend. I think we, obviously all, all our eyes on that one. So I think we will definitely rest a few players there. Jacking been in his position a few times before, haven't we? The yeah. last group game, it's always been a bit, bit of a dead rubber. Yeah, we were talking it's before, I think game, it was yeah. Clues, Roma. I think, was one of them. Yeah. You were talking about how you got to see, was it? Roma. Roma. Dong, running on, <laughs> clueless. But, the, but there's a few. Hey. Dong uh, in yeah. space. Yeah, there you go. We've already been through, though, and the fact that there's quite a few injuries, though, I think it will be good for a few of the younger players who are doing well for the 18, for example, yeah. coming through to 23 to actually get a game out there because... You see some players doing well, and it's nice for them to have an opportunity Definitely. and a game where they can go out and express nah, themselves with no pressure, isn't it? Nice place, Valencia, good stadium. Play. And I don't know if we've got. I don't know if Mourinho's one to eleven has been picked for Sunday. So you've got. I mean, we were talking about Pogba earlier on. Yeah. If right. he is going to play, get him, get into the team. He's got this. He's got it's, play an well, ideal, yeah. it's an ideal chance Definitely. for him to do that. If he pulls out another performance where he can't be bothered, I mean, that what, what does that say to you? Yeah. He's yeah. one of them, yeah, he's got to prove his place, hasn't he? And a few, I think a few of them are in that position at the minute. Yeah. But do you, do, do you not think, for, for me, he comes across as a sort of personality that it'll just be spitting his dummy out because he's only playing here because he's not playing. Do you know, do you know what I mean? It, it does yeah, seem like that sort of way. He's going to get paid. He, the, it's not good at the minute, I'm not going to turn it to the Pogba podcast again. But if it, if, if you know, <laughs> it just ends up back there, doesn't it? It's like it, the media. You can't, you can't help yeah, it, can you? You cannot help it. You know, every time you think the Paul Pogba it could saga has died down there's a it could work a against Mourinho though Instagram couldn't it post or yeah. if, if Pogba plays midweek and has a, has a great game scores two goals and all of a sudden he's people are fighting for him to be in this team again at Liverpool and it's back to square one whether you have him or you don't funny, it's funny when you're looking at um, how, how divisive certain players are for supporters yeah. you look at the Marshall fan mm. club and, the, and, and Pogba and stuff and the more siding with players than they are of the team do you know, mm. do you know have you yeah, 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 your point yeah. from, from your point of view yeah I mean, you've you got kind of a, a newer generation of fans who've, who to move about with players yeah they, yeah, they buy support into players more yeah. but I think that's that's, really that's with uh, yeah they, they, they know I mean, them don't they you've got you that sort of relationship now yeah right? and you've, I mean, you've got that with Pogba in terms of you, know, you look at his social media presence and the air cuts and the, oh, the did you see, the, did you see the Memphis video oh the, the rapping one. Oh my god yeah <laughs> there was a bit of, maybe like on my timeline not long before there'd been a bit of a debate about bringing him back he's having a mm. decent season he's having a good good yeah. play well, yeah, yeah, last season as well wasn't it as well. Yeah. And, then, and then after that video I think the, the mood changed a bit <laughs> I don't listen know. I'm not here to judge a young man you see, the I, thing is it's I a world game now and they're appealing to people you know, and they're not the core support. It wasn't. It wasn't like Andy Cole's outstanding single, though, was it? It wasn't up there with that. With that <laughs> hey. I blocked that from the memory. Yeah. <laughs> I think he has. Yeah. To be fair yeah. to him, um, as usual, you can check out all the latest odds at RedArmyBet.com for the Valencia game. We've got specials as well. There's um, United to win from behind. If you think Valencia could take the lead, and United go to win, we boosted that from ten to one up to twelve to one. Um, lads, thanks for for coming on, Ian. 
Thanks for letting us pick your brain now. You look like know, a, yeah. a, now. a broken man there. <laughs> needs, a cup, needs a cup of tea now. Hey, I uh, invited you on for a chat and then we'll just give you a grilling for, uh, <laughs> you know, why not sort out. But the, the main sort of gist is that we've got from this and I think, you know, we can all sort of, we see that is you guys are working with the club. You try, you know, listening to fans. So there's a voice there that people, because I'm guilty of it, will moan, but we won't. Yeah. moan to the right people won't say yeah. anything about it so people can get involved not there's, a, frust- there's a frustration yeah. in place from people and that's understandable yeah so you know, as we said but before the, 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 the one most important thing that I say with that we're not a mouthpiece for the club either no and we remain a critical friend at all time if we think that something's wrong we will challenge the club with it but if we think something's right quite obviously we'll work with the club for it we're seeing lots of successes lots of movement things moving in the right direction uh, in the main and we want that to continue because we believe that is supporters who are going to benefit at the end and ultimately the club and then if that influences the team as well in terms of performance everyone's a winner absolutely and, you know as you mentioned it before we can see the evidence of that see the work you guys have been doing which is which is great guys that, it's a, been a fairly positive I was going to say it makes for a once nice, we, we, yeah. I was on was it last week and there was all doom and gloom this makes a nice change to be on the red bull yeah yeah. Yeah. come back next week yeah. say, uh, uh, let's redo this we'll Monday see, morning we'll after Liverpool like, uh, let's redo this Monday this, this might be cancelled oh my god yeah. <laughs> the, next, the full scene we'll see you on Monday yeah but, uh, <laughs> Sam, Ian, Scotty thanks for joining us as I said earlier you can check out all the latest odds at redarmybet.com the only bookmaker committed to sharing 50% of our net profits with United fans thanks for listening cheers cheers, cheers.